Hey, Dumplin'. <laughs> well, Mark, we uh, got past the first half of Aunt Pat's, Aunt Pat's story. Uh, got to, you know, growing up on the farm and uh, getting with Uncle Vernon. Yep. Uh, any surprises or anything that you uh, picked up along the way? Well, Aunt Pat does not lead a boring life for sure. And if it is boring, she's going to find a way to spice it up. Yes, yes, <laughs> either intentionally or unintentionally. Uh, yes, you will. Uh, hey, Barb, we got a visitor with us today. Yeah, we do. Uh, who we got with us today? This is baby boy, J.D. Our, my oldest son, yeah. J.D. Brown, has, <laughs> has popped in here for uh, for his old parents. And it just so happens that J.D. had some interactions with uh, Aunt Pat, didn't you, J.D.? Yeah. Uh, she used to babysit all of us. And um, yeah. on Fridays, she would give us Snack Friday. That was my favorite memory of her. <laughs> yeah. Snack Friday. Yeah, she uh, she would be there for our kids when they got off the bus. And then uh, even despite my objections to feeding my children junk, Aunt Pat would have uh, all sorts of... It wasn't apples and broccoli waiting on your in No, it was uh, more like cheese balls and <laughs> chocolate milk whatnot. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but there were also times where she would have a whole dinner prepared... And every day she would have the laundry done. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. The best babysitter yeah, that was, ever. That was better than chocolate for, for Barbara. Yeah. But we got a lot more left of the story. Uh, I, I can't wait for y'all to hear it, uh, especially about our travels. You travel with Aunt Pat, you're going to have a story. But uh, y'all ready to hear it? Yeah, let's do it. memories of you taking us on some adventures all me and my cousins all right so i, I want to go into those just for a, a minute if we can so for your best of your recollection now you, you never had any kids of your own so you just adopted all 20 of us that, that ever came in yeah. right so what made you i mean there were there were whitewater trips trips to the lake spend the night over at Aunt pat's house all these all these things what made you start that process or start doing that for all of us or anything like that. I just like to have a good time and all y'all wanted to go somewhere and, know, and your mamas and daddies wouldn't do stuff like that. <laughs> There's all the old, old grumpy Funny does, weren't they? And yeah. watch TV. They yeah. want to sit at home and watch TV. Right. And I wanted to go do all these things. And of course all of y'all and, and the neighbor's kids too, you see, like Jeff, he was right. on that in the truck. Right. I mean, all the kids at church wanted to go. Right. And uh, I, so, I didn't have anything else to do with I mean, what mother. cracks me up is about the the, the uh, child safety laws that are here now. <laughs> we violated about every one. Every single one of them. <laughs> that you could have done. And didn't hurt a kid. No, uh, uh, it was uh, like we would go to Whitewater. I don't know how long Whitewater had been there at that time we'd gone up there. But I remember you know, about every summer we'd go once, at least to that yeah. one. And we'd all jump in the bed of your pickup truck, you know, 15 of us sitting in the back of that thing, headed to Whitewater with our bathing suits and our towels. And <laughs> those type of adventures is, is kind of what I remember kind of going on. Well, one time we went and Martha carried a load and Sandra carried a load and I carried a load. Right. And uh, so when we started home, we the three adults decided that we would stop and feed the kids we had at a pizza place right. that we all went by. Well, Martha got gone ahead of us, 
and then Sandra left, and then me and my group left. Well, we got to the pizza place, and we stopped and got out, and went in and got a table and all, and we kept waiting for them to come in, and they never come in. And finally, everybody got through eating, and I said, well, we'll go on. Yeah. So we'll come on. Well, when we got home, Sandra hadn't stopped and fed anybody. No. <laughs> she was great. Hey, Kyle, to this day, is angry at her. <laughs> Like he, him and Brian keep saying that they told their mom, Mama, they stopped. And she goes, no, they're probably at home waiting on us. You know how Aunt Sandra is. And she came today, Kyle goes, we still didn't, we didn't stop the whole time, you know, coming home. <laughs> they still said, bitter about it. Yeah, and he said, next time I'm riding my pack. Yeah, so, <laughs> That's what he told her. Yeah. They both told him that, and they wouldn't ride with Sandra <laughs> either, just her. And Martha, she stopped and fed hers but she went through a draft right right uh, yeah. well, none of us evened out our time home or anything like that so uh now, Ken Moses went with us. yes he did yeah he there was a lot of uh tag along kids who during those years who, who yeah. went on the trips with but Ken never has forgot that even now <laughs> he'll you say whitewater and he grins yes. he remembers it so the uh the Uncle Vernon, if correct me if I'm wrong, passed away in ninety. Is that right? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, yeah, I got you. What? Uh, re remind me of how, what did what got him? I mean, was it cancer that got yeah, him? Yeah. Is that what it cancer. was? I Big guess. Lungs. Okay. So, it was all over him, but uh, it was in his lungs, and they took one of his lung, one lobe of his lungs out, but it was in all of them. I got you. It was solidified the. The globe was so full of cancer, it right. was just solidified with cancer. I guess. So that was about, the, the one reason I remember that, and knowing me, is because uh, I remember his funeral, and we went back to your house after the funeral was over with. This tells you how awful I am at that. So uh, it was New Year's Day was uh -huh. the day of the funeral. And the reason I know that is because Auburn was playing in a bowl game. Oh, really? <laughs> and I was, uh, I everybody was, you know, eating or whatever in his room and I went to your bedroom and watched <laughs> Auburn play. You started traveling. After Uncle Vernon died especially, you, you had a chance to travel a good bit. So what made, what, what gave every, you that bug to, to travel? Every, everything I did traveling was what we had planned to do when he retired. Really? Wow. And uh, so, you know, I got a large sum uh, just a large sum of money yeah and I I said when you lose somebody like I lost him and he done the same thing when his wife died there's something that you just have to do what you plan to do with them yeah mm -hmm. and we had planned to do everything out west Alaska right, yeah. Hawaii and uh he never had, we never planned to go to Lawrence Welk Museum. <laughs> that, uh, England and all over there and Italy and all them places. Right. Those were just places I decided I wanted to go. But like when we went out west and I, I told Aston and everything, Richard, I mean, Vernon wanted to do no, all that. Okay, I Because he had lived in Washington State and worked for Bowen. Yeah. For years. Okay. And then he left Bowen and came back home 
and built his house to look after his mother and daddy. Okay. That's why he moved back here. Okay. So okay. I was doing, I was doing what? Y'all had thought about it. Y'all planned yeah, on doing it. We had but, planned yeah. on doing it. I see. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. When did you start school nursing? Being a school nurse? In eight, uh, 93. Okay. I didn't know. I went to work for the state and worked as a state teaching nursing aides to work in nursing homes for a year after Herman died. Right. I didn't work, I didn't do anything right after he died for that year. Right. Well, Martha actually told me that the school nurse job was open and I ought to go apply for it. So, I didn't know it, but Rudy told Kathy, my boss, that I she should hire me. Yeah. She said, well, I'll call her in for an interview. And he said, you need to. So she called me in for an interview. Well, I had been in, and uh, I just sat down kind of like you are in front of her desk. And she said, uh, how are you doing? And I said, well, I'm doing all right. How are you? And I didn't know Kathy, but right. Kathy was Sandra's cousin, their first cousin. Okay. And so she knew Cotton. Right. And she started telling me all about them. I said, yeah, Cotton something else. <laughs> and uh, so she, she kept on it. So I never did try to impress her with my nursing abilities because I just really didn't think she'd hire me. Well, I want to come on home and everything, and Rudy called me, and he said, uh, how did your uh, interview with Kathy go? And I said, well, I don't know. I guess it's all right. I don't know. Yeah. So she had to call Rudy and tell him, that she was going to hire me, but she said, I didn't see what you said. I didn't see in her what you said you saw. And Rudy said, he told her, he said, you will be doing real well if you get her. Yeah. You will not regret it one bit. And by Christmas, she called, or she told him at one of the board meetings, yeah. she said, thank you for sending Pat to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said, that is the best thing that ever turned, happened. You turned into a good hire. Then, <laughs> yeah. Oh. to go into the next little section here but before we do uh aunt pat inspired me as a young kid to uh travel and go see some things and uh whenever i was going to have a family i wanted to kind of go travel as well and we were able to uh, a couple years ago uh plan a big trip for our kids and ourselves and went out west and you actually planned some of that trip what, yeah. what, were, what were some of the things you were wanting to get accomplished and do and why you why'd you want to travel with that trip let's see um I think Aunt Pat inspired me as well, just because she was never afraid to, to go off on her own and travel, and that's a wonderful thing. But to be able to see um, the West, she would talk about the West, to see out West, and to be able to, to show your kids that and to enjoy the time that you had together, 
Um, you talked about your trips with Aunt Pat a lot, and uh, it's it's good to have your family with you in, um, in good times and in bad times. <laughs> and a lot of times trips offer you uh, both examples. <laughs> you, you're going to have stories. When, you're definitely you, going to have, have stories, trip. yeah. Hi, right, J.D., two weeks off west with your parents and whole family. How would you like it? I actually loved it, and I think it's something that everybody needs to experience or plan at least mm-hmm. once in their life. And that's the same thing I got from my Aunt Pat on our trips. And uh, I, I was inspired, and there were some stories that came out of that trip from Aunt Pat, and I hope you enjoyed it. So it's uh, Uncle Vernon's gone. You know, you've been working the school nurse for a while, whatever. And I'm about to graduate high school. Yeah. And I think uh, you had offered uh, sign them a few things, like about a trip or that kind of stuff. And they wanted, all of you. Yeah. I offered you and Kyle and Sal a trip to England if you wanted to go. If you're helping me with a house, right. with mother's house. With my, yep, yep. And uh, Sal wanted the money because he wanted to buy Cheryl an engagement ring. Right. Well, I think that was a little a little after this because this was just for us kind of to graduate. We, you were, you were kind of you were wanting to do some traveling, and we were all about to graduate high school at the time. So no, it, no, you graduated, and then Kyle graduated. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then Sal graduated before you did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And each one of you, it would have been every summer. That's right. And I, uh, Kelly graduated. Right after me. She's a year after me, Kelly. With, and I was going to carry her in, with me and Kyle. Yeah. And she was in love and didn't want to go. That's right, yeah. yeah. So, but here's how that went, went about, if you remember. So, we were at our Christmas Eve get-together we do every year. And you came to me and said, you know, I know you're about to graduate. What, what would you like? What do. do you want? I tell you. I, what do you out want of left field, I was like, okay, Aunt Pat, you're going to ask what I want. So, okay, I want to go on a cruise, Aunt Pat. You like, if you'd like to go somewhere, where would you want to go or something? I said, I'd like to cruise, Aunt Pat. I never thought of another thing. Like, that That would be like, you know, I want a million dollars or whatever, you know, in my head. So I just threw that out there joking. And so it was two or three. It might be like, it's like, in March. Yeah, a couple months later, you came, hey, I want you to come save me. So... I drove over there to, to see you, and you already had it outlined. You had the six-week trip culminating with a cruise to Alaska. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I think my mouth was just wide open the whole time. You went. Going, what are you talking about? No, yeah. that's what you said. When you looked at that, you said, Alaska? <laughs> what? We don't know about Alaska. <laughs> and I said, I know it. That's why we want to go. Alaska, yeah. Aunt Pat. It Cruise. Was, it was one of the uh, the I mean, one of those kind of moments of life that I'll never forget our trip. But there's a couple of things I and we could talk about that for a long time. But a couple of things I do want to bring up. One was uh, you've never until you drove inner city Chicago in a Cadillac from Alabama. With the license plate. You haven't lived. I'll say that. There's one time you decided to stay in this ritzy hotel in downtown Chicago. 
So you got me, who hadn't much been out of Tallapoosa, Georgia very often, and then you. And so we pull up to the hotel. And it's, I mean, it's like downtown Michigan Avenue, Chicago, right? Cars are just, all this kind of stuff. So we pull over, and they have this little valet guy standing out there, and he doesn't speak English very well. So he asked him fat. He goes, just, just going down, you know, and we can't understand each other. The, the communication is really bad. So Aunt Pat goes, you want me just to back that, back there, pull into that little tire parking tower? He goes, you know, we thought he said yes. So Aunt Pat goes, just right there. You want me to go right there? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So she hits the Cadillac in reverse and goes on the sidewalk. <laughs> In Chicago, and we start bump, ba bump, ba bump, ba bump. Probably two blocks. Oh, so people were like looking at us, their mouths going, What is this person doing? And the valet guy is just like shaking his head, looking at us. Apparently, we did not understand exactly what he was telling us to do. And as I'm going up and down in the car, I'm going, Aunt Pat, he meant to turn around and come back is what he meant. But no, we went down the sidewalk and pulled into the valet. We were the talk of Chicago uh, that, that night. Pulling into we were in that hotel. They said, we got you a run wreck. Yeah. I think he goes, he, he had worked there for like five years and had never seen that in his entire career of ballet and somebody pulled down the sidewalk in Chicago. That one's hilarious. <laughs> and the only other the only other story I'll get into, and you feel free to have more if you like, but we would your your mom, Granny, apparently was a Lawrence Welk fan. <laughs> Yeah, I had heard of Lawrence Welk before, but I really wasn't a big fan, let's just say. And so you had heard that his birthplace museum was in North Dakota. And when I say North Dakota, I mean the most backwoods, out of the place North Dakota you've ever doing seen. That for Mama. I mean, there, was, there wasn't a tree within 100 miles of this place. And we drive this dirt road for miles and miles. And sure enough, if y'all want to know this, there is a birthplace of Lawrence Welk in North Dakota somewhere. <laughs> we are the only visitor, by the way, that day. I think for the last months, they had pulled into this museum. So we pull in, and you see it's a barn. It has a little visitor center type top deal, if you want to call it that. And we go in. Nobody's there. It's like the honor system. You walk in, and you open the door, and you see Lawrence. Like, they have this, like, model of Lawrence Welk as a kid sitting on the in the loft of the barn or whatever. And so we, we go in there. Playing music. Yeah, it's playing some sort of music on some, some speaker somewhere. And we go in, and I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm a 17, 18-year-old kid. I, I have enjoyed Lawrence Welk Museum as long as I could have enjoyed it. And so we... We have to sign the guest book. And the guest book, the, the signature before ours was like literally like three months between the visitors here to the Lawrence Welk Museum. So being a smart like teenager, Aunt Pat signs her name, you know, and I'm behind her and I sign mine. And it has any comments and Aunt Pat goes, Oh, I love, thank you so much for this. You know, the visit, enjoy the visit. And I just put, wow, is all I put. That was my comment. <laughs> Or the Lord's Love Museum. 
Well, to kind of funny, I think she goes back yeah, a few later, years later, Blanche right? She wants to go. Yeah. And we go to Blanchard. Yeah. And uh, she, she wanted to go to his museum. So I said, well, it's something to see. <laughs> <laughs> so we go. Now same book was laying there. <laughs> we went three pages back. I found ours where we signed that book. And, old, and Patsy said, here's what went wrong. Wow. I said, he was really excited about Patsy. I could. <laughs> that was so funny. I could fill this whole podcast up with, with stories from that trip. That it, it was an awesome trip. It was, there was some stuff, man. <laughs> we went to the rodeo. And Whit said, I'm going to go get me a Coke. And I said, okay. Well, he goes and get, goes to get him a Coke, and he leaves me sitting there with this cowboy. <laughs> and I didn't know Adam from Adam. And he started trying to talk to me. <laughs> well, evidently, Whit, when he got his Coke, saw that he was talking to me, and he wouldn't hurry back <laughs> at all. And so... Finally. I didn't want to play on your game right there. I, I, I didn't have one. So he said, well, I've got to go make announcements now. And I said, well, it's been nice talking to you. And when we saw him get up to go over there, he'd come up there and I said, I'm going to beat you down. <laughs> and we said, why? And then he started laughing. And then we were coming home and we come through this little old town, it wasn't as big as Heflin, but they had a policeman. <laughs> we drove the speed limit through that town, but he stopped us. <laughs> we stopped. He got out of his car, blue lights flashing. He come around to my window, and he bent down and he said, What is y'all's hurry? He didn't have a tooth in his head. <laughs> and all the bottom ones were rotten. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to talk to us. It was like Buford T. Justice. It was all, and Quint yeah. was sitting over our life and just laughing. <laughs> and I wanted to get him not to laugh because this man was, I thought he was serious. He has a ticket, yeah. No, oh, but he didn't give us one. But, I mean, some of the things, like, like I said, I, I was trying to be cool. You know, I was 17, 18 years old at the time. And we're going to places like the Lawrence Welk Museum, <laughs> the Precious Moments, yeah. like History Museum. Or, yeah, yeah, the Precious for, Moments thing. Yeah. I wanted to go there because I never had been. Yeah. Now, I, I wanted to go to all I'm the places. I'm an 18-year-old teenager. I'm in the Precious Moments Garden. <laughs> yeah. I know it. Oh, it's a great. Well, it's both of your trip. That's it was right. Just yeah. your trip. It was her trip. It was. Yeah. It was awesome. I made him see a lot of things that yes. he never would. I, I walked to the streets of San Francisco. It's yeah. awesome. a lot of the first things, type of things I've ever seen in my life. Before. <laughs> One of the things that we had to promise was that we would keep hosting family get-togethers. And we've always kind of tried to do the New Year's Eve with family and friends. Uh, do you remember the New Year's Eve where we got a, uh, 
A unique visitor. Yes, I think he was maybe a, a French man. French man. <laughs> We're about to learn about the French man, right? <laughs> But so you, Granny gets, uh, you know, unable to live by herself. I'd say probably the best way to kind of put yeah. it. So you, you were able to to move in with back in the old home place and yeah. kind of care for her for the last few years of her life, which was an awesome thing. Allowed her a great quality of life year, you know, mm-hmm. late, late in life like that. So after Granny passes away in around oh oh five, uh, me and Barbara are actually married and visiting you and you know I, I talk about you know i was planning on coming back to work at harrelson county going to be a basketball coach there and i had a little interest in, in moving base away and you mentioned that you were interested in, in redoing your place out here and uh what is this pine woods can you mm-hmm. know what this is yeah and so uh that, that's where me and barbara got a chance to move back out of muscan in the old home place house for a little while and all that kind of stuff so uh when when you moved out here one of your rules for us, Aunt Pat, was we were always going to have to have a family get together. And I didn't there. know it about me on dying. That kind of news out. We got out of it. Who yeah. <laughs> in the world would have thought? One of, one of our, our family get-togethers we've always done is yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Right, so I, now I'm going to fast forward to. And to I got to story. all to go to the New Year's Eve thing. Well, you went and came to one. And that's oh. the one I'm going to bring up here. Okay. So, so uh, around, uh, probably around 2010, somewhere around there, 9, 10, I can't remember exactly which one. So we have our family and friends New Year's Eve party at, at Muscadine House, the home place. And you come a little late. And I said, we're expecting you. And you, you drive up. And I happen to be on the porch when, y'all pull, when you pull up. And you have a visitor with you. You had a flashlight, though, that you was helping people see how to yeah. get to... Well, you've been out to the, car. the fire pit. Yeah, yeah, we were at the pit. Yeah, and at the fire pit. So I, I, well, I came back, and y'all pulled up, and, and then and then let's let's let the story. Richard's in the car with you. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> I might have knew I was bringing Richard. Yeah, I look. <laughs> Unbeknownst to us all. That's right. There's a man. There's a man in the car with my hand. In my head, that just didn't fit right in that moment. I was, I, I was mighty going, okay, who, who's this fellow? Oh, I'll never forget your expression. <laughs> never. I died in bed. So, so tell me, tell me the story. How, how did, uh, how did Richard come to the picture right past? <laughs> well, I. And Richard, you, you're free to pop in anytime you, you want I, to. Uh, I text him on. Uh, farmers only. Farmers only, and. So let me, the website, farmersonly.com. Right? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. But I was I sitting here in the living room by myself. Yeah. And I'd done my daily Bible reading. And uh, I, I was just by myself. And I said, Lord, I really don't like being by myself. Is this all there is to it? Yeah. You know, is, is there anything left that she want me to do or whatever if not i'm ready to come home and uh that farmer's only popped up on tv and i said all right reba's done this 
she's been out with <laughs> two or three boys. So I, I'm going to try it one time. Yeah. Give it one try. All right. So I sent him a message. Yeah. And I didn't hear from him. Right. So I just cut it off and I wasn't going to do nothing. Well, about a week or so later, he sent me a message. Right. And I answer, he answered everything that I put in the message to him. And I thought, well, he sounds all right. So I wouldn't give him my phone number. We just text each other. And so help me, I believe that the minute I give him my phone number, he had his finger on the last digit. Yeah, <laughs> waiting on you getting the last number. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he called me. And we talked for a long, two or three hours that first time we talked on the phone. But we text back and forth, you yeah. know. But that's how I met him, his own film, Farmers Only. Okay. Well, after we talked and talked and talked, well, he wanted to meet, and uh, he lived way down in Georgia, and I didn't want him to drive all the way up here to meet me. Mm-hmm. I was going to meet him halfway, because right. I didn't want him to come to my house. Yeah, know where he lived, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's right. I didn't know him well That's enough right. yet. <laughs> so we met in Carrollton at O'Charlie's, okay. and we met at... Uh, somewhere around two or three o'clock. Lunchtime. And uh, we we ate and talked and talked and talked and we ate pie and talked and it was <laughs> on about nine o'clock and the manager came wow. and sat down with us and said. Uh, are y'all all right? <laughs> I think he thought we were doing some kind of dope thing. Yeah, right. And so when Richard told him the whole story, he said, well, this is great. He said, I'm going to give y'all a free piece of pie for this. So he gave us a free piece of pie and a cup of coffee. Right. And of course we done that, ate that and all, and then we left the tip, a good tip for we the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shift change. Yeah. So we went and got in, I went and got in my car and he come and got in my car too. Yeah. But he moved his over to where mine was. All right. Okay, and he got in my car and that that kinda of scared me a little bit but not enough right. to Scare not let him get in. Yeah. So we sat there and talked, and I said, well, you know, it's getting late, and you got a long way to go back home. Right. And I said, you really need to go on. And uh, he said, yeah, well, that's all right. And uh, about that time, he just reaches over and grabs me and kisses me. Whoa. And I go, whoa. Man's got moves, isn't it? Nobody's, that's the first time that story's been told. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, an exclusive. Right I here on the podcast. I when we met. 
Do I, I like the way she hugged me. Yeah. Yeah. So when he kissed me, he didn't kiss me just once. He kissed me two or three times, and I said, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> he said, you know, this is mighty good. Yeah. I made I need some more. And they me yeah, there you go. I said, uh, I need to go home and you do too. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, I'll call the, you. And the I windows said, were able to me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, it was in December. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, we met that night in right. Nile and then he came up here, and nobody, I don't, I hadn't told anybody that, that he was coming, and he came two or three times uh, before I even told Reba, and then I finally told Reba, and she said, well, are you, think he's all right? And I said, yeah. I said, everything I can find on on." Uh, computer about him he's all right <laughs> well you know it had to be true then yeah, yeah so right. so how like roughly how many dates had y'all been on when you brought them to that to the family get together that day we actually didn't ever have a date we never did have a date that's probably the only first date we had yeah, I got you. because she like, did she did take me to she all part yeah okay like froze my tail <laughs> <laughs> but he when he would come we would, I'd cook and we'd eat here right. and watch TV and talk and all. Mm -hmm. When, you know, there's not a whole lot to do unless you go to Anderson right, or yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And I always felt like if he drove that far, then turn and go yeah. somewhere, yeah, right. that it just really, that didn't make sense to me. So, Richard, give, give me your impression now that first night you walk in and you see the, the brown compound over there. <laughs> did you have did it? No, did, wait before he well, Let me go me. back to the point where she sent me a message. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Why it took so long for me to get back with it, I couldn't read her message. Mm. I had a message from Pat, but I couldn't read it. Okay. My time had expired. <laughs> I got you. So I had to pay another thirty-seven ninety-five. Oh. In order to find out what this woman said to right. me. Right, yeah. Well, I paid it and finally got that squared away, and, and I, well, it, you know, you look at it and read it and right. read it and read it. And, and so I decided, well, I'll go ahead and answer these questions. But anyway, <laughs> she still ain't going to pay me that 37 no, just... <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like I got $10 of it back. Yeah. So we went to get a marriage license right. at the courthouse. Yeah. Well, I had $60 in cash on me. Yeah. And that woman said, we need $70. <laughs> so I turned around to Pat and I said, Pat, you still want to get married? Yeah. You got to pay $10. <laughs> That's <laughs> when I should have known. That's right. Thing to do. That's right. Now, where were you driving from? Reynolds. 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 About a two and a half hour drive. Two and a half hour drive. Yeah. But and he done. <laughs> And then Jay and Kelly let him stay in their basement, you know, in that. I remember them in her their basement for three months. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. after yeah. after I, engaged, I yeah. introduced yeah. him to the family. Yeah. Out here, All right, now the party. Yeah. But the party. Well, we finally got in there, and she wanted me to. No, she introduced me as her. But let me let me set it up that? first. Okay. I told him. I said, you don't. I'm going to 
you don't mind having a, a real good time? And he said, no. I said, okay, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. And he said, all right. So I told him that I was going to introduce him as that commercial. Yeah. And I said, uh, you you go along with it. And he said, okay. You know, he was up for anything. So <laughs> we did it. And we went in <laughs> in the living room. Well, he should be sitting in the living room, but Sandra right. and Nikki. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Nikki? Nikki. And uh, we went in, and old Sam said, Hey, Pat. <laughs> and I said, Hey, Sam. I said, uh, I want y'all to meet uh, Richard. Uh, he's my boyfriend, and he's a... French actor. Model or something. Well, model. I said whatever the commercial said. And when I said that, he turned to Sandra and said, Bonjour. (laughs) (laughs) That's Sandra's With my southern accent. That's his speak English. That's what Sandra's saying. (laughs) Does he speak English? She believed it. Had she not seen the commercial? (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. But then we went on into the kitchen, and we did it again in the kitchen. Well, they all just busted out laughing, and then nobody paid us any attention. Everybody went right right on. I think so. Richard became one of us real quick. Later on, I was in the kitchen with the brothers. Yeah. And I'm standing here going, oh my gracious, what did I get myself into? Yeah, they some big old boys. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny when Sandra said, does he speak English? <laughs> I wore my cowboy boots, so I'd be about that much time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember, y'all Y'all ended up getting married at Beulah. Yeah. I think it was on a Sunday morning. Wasn't yeah. Our service, so. yeah I would, I'm sorry, back it up just a little bit, because uh, was it around Valentine's that y'all got engaged? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I remember that. I remember you coming in with your ring, yeah. and showing us that you. Well, I asked ring. her before that, but I told her you ain't getting a ring until Valentine's Day. Yeah, because I had to have it made. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, y'all, if you uh, during the wedding, I don't know if you remember, like I think Richard's family came, and then the church was there, really, and then your family came. The church was packed, you know, <laughs> and so. Uh, <laughs> Everybody wanted to see yeah, this that, wedding. Yeah, yeah. so I, I got up there. I came. I think we just sang a few songs. Where you want me to lead a few songs? Yeah. And so I got up there and I welcomed everybody to the royal wedding. <laughs> 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 the Muscadine royalty was getting married. Right? I know. <laughs> and I won't ever forget Stacey Gilbert. He just. He was tickled the whole yeah. time, just a lot. And then when you played that video at the end, yes. you know, and mm. Richard was at the back of the church, he was just shaking. He was Everybody just died. But Nikki like, gave her the third degree. You remember that? Oh, mm. no, they wasn't in uh, Nikki mm. was questioning him about yeah. him? She questioned me. Yeah. Uh, every, like your mother would question yeah. me. And, uh, I said, well, Nikki, he's all right. Well, come to find out, now uh, Hunt had met this guy and got engaged, and they were going to get married, and she bought a wedding gown and was going to have a big church wedding and all this stuff. Yeah. 
and he backed out. Right. And Nikki was afraid. Yeah. That's what I was. Well, I admit now. I mean, internet dating mm. wasn't. It wasn't new, but it wasn't. I had not known many people who got married out at that time, and so I was kind of like, "Who is this guy?" You know, yeah. man, Pat. You know, everybody like, that yeah. really cared went on the internet and you checked searched them out. Them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. I did. I, I, I was like. <laughs> Kyle did. Yeah, Bill this, did. This is my Aunt Pat now. Oh, yeah. That kind Everybody of was checking on That's him. right. He, he turned to be all right, though, Richard. I, I'll give you credit, man. That, that's good. When she finally decided to come to Reynolds to see where I lived. Yeah. <laughs> compared to her house, I was living in a shack. <laughs> really? I had redone yeah. a double wide. Okay. We gutted it, and I was redoing the whole thing. But right. inside was finished, but outside stairs was two wriggly old boards nailed together. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was really getting but, the winner. So, <coughs> was there a question over who would move where? Was that ever a question? Never a question, because no, no. I told him I wouldn't leave. The first time I came here, I walked in the door. Yeah. And, well, when and I, I told her, I love your house. She said, well, how about me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said first time he comes. Yeah. He, I opened the door to say, come in, and he said, I love your house. Yeah. And I went, well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and, you know. Don't get so used to it so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Now, but when you talk about going and traveling, and you're able to travel with your family, um, and being with your grandkids, not your grandkids, but your, uh, what are they called? Your grand nephews, <laughs> nephews and nieces, and, nieces yeah. and, and the, the time that you spent with our children and being a part of, uh, generations and lives like that. It's the people that are, that make it fun. Yeah. And the oh, places yeah. are nice, but the yeah. people make it worth it. And, and being, you get to, like, when I die, Something and one of y'all's kids will do something and Whit will say, You know, Aunt Pat used to do that. <laughs> you wait and see. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what I thought of a lot of times is uh, taking them. Kyle will too. I know he will because he, he got in. He was very serious. Whit. Wasn't <laughs> he learned that grandpa song on the radio the whole time we were traveling through that painted desert? I knew, I'm my own grandpa. Oh, yeah. He learned that song by heart going through the painted desert. I bet we listened to it 90 times. And, but now Kyle wasn't that way. He liked country music, and it was just you know, that was all right. Yeah, quit like the 60s and 70s and all. They're both evening music listeners, but mm -hmm. I tell you right now, <laughs> when would go to sleep, it'd be something he really needed to see and he'd be asleep. And I'd wake him up and I'd say, Whit, look there. What am I looking at? <laughs> <laughs> And then he teaches history, yeah. yeah, and he saw all them things, yeah, and don't remember seeing them until he <laughs> sees that picture in that book. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, when, when, like I said, when you're 17, 18 years old, Aunt Patty, you, you don't really appreciate the moments like you probably should, mm -hmm. like you know you, you would have as you got older. I would have loved to have known uh, how long the two little ladies that got so uh, involved with you on the cruise. Yeah. Leslie was one of his names. I never, I don't remember the other. But now they fell in love with. Mm -hmm. He said he had a. Um, oh, well, there was a couple. A of, couple of old ladies that. Like, yeah, well, was, I, I'm. I've always been that guy that grandmas love, and like the daughters <laughs> don't care nothing about. You know, well, now I'm not gonna me. agree with you on that because your waitresses they made sure your drink stayed right full. Yeah, well that's because you, you left them a big tip, Aunt Pat. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> He went all over that boat. <clears throat> he didn't. He didn't worry. And oh, he went his. He's so much like Bill in that manner. He wanted to see everything that was on the ship from the bottom to the top, mm -hmm. and he did. And <laughs> I didn't care that much about any of it. And he'd go, and then he'd come back and tell me. Yeah. yeah. And then he'd say, "You gotta go see this." And we went to the auditorium where they have the shows I didn't need anybody to tell me directions with to say come on we'll go he went right to it every time <laughs> <laughs> he went to a couple of shows and I didn't even know where he was yeah. I went by the itinerary I knew exactly what all I didn't want to miss anything I, I knew there wouldn't be any cruises in my future I knew I better enjoy every moment of this one well you know, I always was thankful that, like, Bill and Carol let you go. Oh, yeah. And Cotton and Sandra let Kyle mm -hmm. go. I was, I was afraid they would say no, mm -hmm. but they didn't. And uh, I just really am thankful that all my sister-in-laws have been real generous with their kids and let me <laughs> spoil them because my brothers didn't care what I'd done with them but their mother the sister-in-law mm -hmm. you know I was the sister to their husbands but they were still the wife mm -hmm. and they were real good about letting me take them anywhere I wanted well, to take for somebody who, mm -hmm. who didn't have any children. I, I don't know of anybody who's a, who's impacted more kids than you have. Uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, generations of children. Mm -hmm. who, Must uh, be called it 150. In the uh, there's a lot of yeah. us. Yeah, there's a lot of us. But I have to, everybody should have, be able to have an aunt Pat. That, that, that's just kind oh, of that's a, a nice thing to say. I appreciate that. But I, uh, matter of fact, you inspired me. Something when me and Barbara got married. Uh, our trip was always kind of, I always talked about it. I always mm -hmm. tell people about it. He even and, wanted to go back to the Lawrence Welk Museum to see if our name. Yeah, see, I see that book. Name, yeah. And we can put our name on it. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's they, uh, We did a, we, we were able, I, I, I bought a motor home two, about three years ago. Mm -hmm. And because uh, there was something, our kids, you know, Jay's, Jay's graduated, Sydney's graduating now. We knew they were getting older and, you know, they were going to go do their own thing. We we need to go. Yeah, and I sure am glad y'all did. Yeah, yeah I did. It was it was cause of your our trip that I was like, I want my kids to have that same. I couldn't afford the cruise and all that kind of stuff, but the the trip out west and everything, I wanted to. Did they them enjoy exactly. it? 
They're just like me, Aunt Pat. They, well, they, were, they were moments. I mean, they, they loved it. And I think it's one of those things where when they're when they're 35, they'll look back on it. It'll and be what they talk about. And it'll be more enjoyable than, yeah. than the moment that they're into. It, but you know? like seeing the uh, monuments and like uh, the four, four, four corners yeah, yeah. and all that. They didn't get a kick out of that. Well, they, yeah, when they would see things, the, the problem with kids, and it's the same problem with me, Aunt Pat, is... When you're at the destination, they love it. But then it takes, out west especially, yeah. it takes you a little while to, to get, get to, to the next places. thing. Yeah. And so they're, they're always, the next thing is what they're worried about, you know. Yeah. And so you're like, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, okay, 10 hours and we'll go see the next thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. that, that's kind of how that works. And there's one thing that you always said on that trip, and I have used it as a metaphor for life. Because <laughs> now it's so much easier with your GPS on your phone to get places. But back then... We had that old AAA map you had drawn out that we kept looking at. And so we, uh, it had our, our path was like highlighted that, yeah. on the map that we had to go down. But we would miss our turns all the time. And there's some, like we were, we were two hours down the road and realized what? we were supposed to turn way back there. And so every time I'd go, Aunt Pat, we missed that turn. She goes, that's all right. That's why God made steering wheels. And you would turn around. And that, I, I you know, I, Use that with a lot of kids, teaching them and stuff like that. So I messed up. That's all right. That's why God made steering wheels. We can turn back around <laughs> yeah. and go the other direction. You know? That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. That's what it's for. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell Kyle, too. But Kyle, he would take, he took that trip tick and, like, where we'd go in the place to sleep, and he'd take that trip tick. And he would learn it, and he would know down to which A or B we were supposed to get off on to yeah. go where we were going. Wow. He has such a photogenic memory, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, he he stayed right up with it. And when he'd say, "You sure did go to a lot of trouble," yeah, <laughs> we'd, we'd get there eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were kind of more like me. Yeah. It really wasn't a big thing if, if it wasn't. We got to see something different. Yeah. Right. That, Two hours or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kyle wasn't that way. He, he was more like Sandra. He'd get a little bit on the nervous side if we weren't where we were supposed to be when yeah. we were supposed to be there. But Kyle's very trustworthy. Yeah, so you can trust him to get you where oh, you need yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But I, w- I wouldn't worry about either one of them because I never, I never felt scared. I never felt intimidated. The only time I could have wrung anybody's neck was your husband's in Alaska <laughs> when we were in that store. <laughs> he looked at that credit card I had and he said, Oh, you're gonna use that name this time <laughs> And that man looked at me and looked at him. Oh yeah, and I'm I said, so sorry. Quit <laughs> That is my name. He said, Well I know that's one you use <laughs> That man he went and looked us up before he had let me charge anything. And that's, I didn't have any money. All I had was credit card. Yeah. I did have some uh, 
um, what do you call it? checks. Yeah, cashier's checks. Yeah, travelers' checks. But yeah. that's a Travel waste checks, of money because right. yeah. people don't like to get those. Right. So yeah. from then after after that, I didn't take them anymore. I took them overseas. Yeah. But in the United States, I just carried money, and mm-hmm. I put, you know, a hundred some different places. But when he said that, and that man, he liked to not let me have that stuff. <laughs> I took him outside that door, there, and that there, man uh, heard I, every word I said. I said, "Quit! this is all we got to use for money. <laughs> and I said, don't you do that again. People say there's a little, there, I got a little Bill Brown in me. Too, <laughs> like a little bit, yeah. Oh, man, it yeah. was something. So I, I give everybody, I give everybody a chance, Aunt Pat. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like God's blessed our family oh, uh, he uh, tremendously. Has. So, uh, if, if there's anybody who family or not family listening, who, who listens oh, to this sure. later on, you got any, any uh, wisdom or thoughts or anything you got ended on or anything, Aunt Pat? Oh, just enjoy your kids. Yeah. I don't care whose they are, enjoy them. Right. Mm-hmm. They grow up so fast, and if you enjoy them and, and let, them, let them know that God's there for them, you know, I, I don't think uh, on any of the adventures we went on that I ever made y'all not realize that God was in control yeah. of the whole thing. So this podcast was a little longer than the the usual one. Uh, Aunt Pat, we had a lot of stories with Aunt Pat that is I had to edit some, but I just couldn't I couldn't uh, edit them all. And so I hope everybody kind of enjoyed her story, which is an awesome story, uh, and how she impacted a lot of people. Yeah, she did uh, in her life. Uh, it was great to kind of to, to hear that. We're actually recording this on uh, or the week Father's Day weekend, so we'd like to wish everybody who listens to this, whether it's on that day or, or not, a great Father's Day. Uh, we've been blessed in our family with a lot of great men and a lot of great fathers. I want to thank our special guests. Of course. My, my oldest son, uh, J.D. Brown, for stopping in. And, of course, uh, my co-host in crime, Barbara Brown. She's uh, She's been very patient with me in, through this whole process. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank all that. And I and, uh, hope everybody remembers about SOP 23 in October. Uh, coming up very soon. The the cane is actually starting to rise out of the ground. I saw it the other day. So I hope everybody's looking forward to that. And until we talk again, don't forget, life is sweet. Sop it up. up.